How y'all doing out there? Y'all good? Yeah, regular, man. I'm you feeling know. regular. My man took a vacation last week. But I'm back, baby. Zay Station is back. Yeah, hey, oh, we back in the building. I want that. I want to know how niggas take vacations and shit. Who we give the vacation slip to? Shit, right? Niggas got vacation pay. You got all that, right? Yeah, we talked, you know, me and Haas talked about it. <laughs> me and Haas talked about it. Haas said, yeah, man, you know, take your vacay. My son got a vacation slip. So who did he give that to, son? God damn. But Shout yo, out to timeline. My son took timeline spot back. Timeline took Zay spot last week. He took timeline spot this week. Time we gonna see what's gonna go on next. Somebody week. gonna take your spot next? Never, ever. DJ ever. Envy. <laughs> Envy. Yo, timeline on, on vacation too, though. Shout out to timeline. Word. Shout out to timeline. Shout yeah, he, he on the beach right now. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to Can we get a um a, a, a rest in peace to Black Rob? Yes, yes, yes. Oh yes. my gosh, man. Rest in peace to That's Black Rob. That's crazy. Black Rob DMX back to back, bro. DMX came through right before. Facts, bro. Black Rob is a pioneer, son. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't probably nah. I can't say a lot of people don't know because a lot nah, of people just, do know. A lot bro. of Black Rob set up. A good lyrical bar, just like you said off air, house. Like Rob kept bad boys lights on. Yeah, kept the niggas lights. I also want to give a rest in peace, man, to uh, a dear person of mine. Um, he was like a person I looked up to. My man Gilbert Morales. Uh, you know he's a good dude, man. He lost his fight, you know, to comp from complications of COVID, and it's just mm -hmm. like just want to give my, you know, give him his roses because he was a great man. You know what I mean? So rest in peace to Black Rob, rest in peace to Gil. You know what I'm saying? This one, we, you know, just it's RIP. Hope y'all, you know, watching over us, man, for real. And take precautions out here, man. Still put your mask up, beloved. Word. Yeah, man. Still nasty out here. Sorry about that, Zay. Man, strength and praise. Like I said, man, strength. Oh, excuse me. Strength and praise, yo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Word. I was just with him at the store. Nigga weren't coming in the store at all. He ain't no mask. I'm like, bro, come on. Uh, you can't, can't play. Yo. One thing people don't understand what I learned. So if we get into the little song, like people talk about the vaccine, the vaccines, right? Yeah. This pandemic, this virus has affected people in many different ways, right? Some people haven't been affected at all. There's some people that have been affected in the craziest ways. Yeah. So it comes down to the fact that, you know, you got to kind of, it's kind of like a personal decision you got to make within yourself. 
and you know, getting back to the vaccines like we was talking last time, I I I, I came to the conclusion that that's a personal decision. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's not something that you should do or you shouldn't do. It's something that it's like gonna yo, be mandatory soon. Though. It's definitely gonna be mandatory, but you got to you got to make your own decision to do it, bro. My whole my whole gang got it already, and I'm I'm the last one, right? So Word, the C got it too. No, no, no. I'm talking about my gang, like um my other a couple of my other homies. My wife didn't get it yet. She's about to, you know what I mean. But my brother. Um, uh, a couple other buddies, you know what I mean. My um, got it. You know what I mean. They got my. They, they wait, got the John. They waiting on the um. Yeah, they got the Pfizer. The Pfizer, I copy. The Pfizer, as long as not the Johnson Johnson. They waiting on the um, the next, the next, um, uh, the next, the next <laughs> round of it though. They got so, the next doses. But I so know somebody that Johnson and Johnson that's locked behind the wall. Yeah, the Johnson Johnson's bad. That's just no, right. it, it, fucked, it, it fucked him Johnson up. Johnson is the one that's killing me. I mean, excuse me. My language. Yeah, niggas. Oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta watch my language. My mom said the podcast is awesome, but my language is horrible. Oh, word. Shout out to Mama Bear. Mama Shout out to Auntie, man. Yeah. So I don't know how to. So, so, so I'm gonna stop. So I'm gonna stop cursing like that. Yeah. Wifey <laughs> said that too. So you got I got a nice vocabulary. Gotta watch my lingo. Regulate your words. Haas. He said he reads. Hunter Scott. Vocabulary is trash. How you reading your vocabulary is trash? My son got his snap back on the last snap. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Shout out to Hunter in the building. Shout out to everybody. Everybody everybody hit the likes, hit the comments, subscribe, all that good stuff before we start rolling up. He's wearing wearing a velour sweatsuit right now. He's wearing a velour sweatsuit hoodie. I ain't seen that shit. I ain't seen that since '98. I'm bringing the blowout for me. Let me get the sponsors out. We got the sponsors for our podcast. Um, we got the Culture Pivot. It's all on a on a um ticker right there. The CulturePivot.com. Mac Wilds just got his package this weekend too from oh. Culture Pivot. Shout out to Ooh, Mac. That's Shout out to Mac Wild. The Culture Pivot redefining urban identity one individual at a time. The culturepivot.com provides a platform of information and inf- inspiration for brothers and sisters to pivot in the right direction when concerning health and business. Check them out on IG and Facebook at the Culture Pivot. Um, they sent like 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 Flea just said, Mac just got his uh vitality pack. It was a, a pack that consists of purple sea moss, waste remover, elderberry, burdock tea, and a culture pivot sweatshirt. Um, we also have Made in Norfolk, the official Made in Norfolk apparel. We have the 10th clothing, 10 toes down. And I'll, I could read this little uh, joint for uh, the 10th clothing. W.E.B. Du Bois believed in a ten- talented 10th of black men that would arise to become thought leaders and cultural missionaries, creating next generation of ex- exceptional men. We created the 10th clothing brand so that every black man can feel empowered. We see the excellence in all black men and want to encourage them not only to see it in themselves, but also to encourage others to do the same. By creating a clothing brand that seeks empower to seeks to empower every man to be his most exceptional self, we hope to strengthen the bonds of our community, providing an aesthetic style and quality clothing that every man can feel proud to wear. Shout out to the 10 Toes Down. And we also have Leopold Jacobs, a lifestyle brand for the upperly mobile business professional. Hit the website and find something you love at leopoldjacobs1983.com. And those are our sponsors. 
I like yeah. that. I like that Liverpool Jacobs you got on right now. Oh, it's Polo, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Shout out to collection. Say it again. It's it's, it's it's a new collection. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna get you one. I mean, you said medium, right? Yeah, that's fire, bro. I mean, cool? I'm in one of the cribs. I don't know if my lighting cool as y'all's. I need nah, you nah, could. Cool, yeah. yeah, I was having technical difficulties a little second ago, man. I ain't gonna <laughs> my computer to this, you know, y'all on a whole nother level. <laughs> you good, you good, beloved. Yeah, what's going on, man? Bucky Rogers in the building. Yo, Bucky Rogers. Hey, yo, Neef, before we start, man, there's some shit that we like to give roses to, bro. So okay. I just want to thank you for even pulling up and even considering us and even answering the DM, bro. Like, I just want everybody to know that you a super real one, bro. Like, we grew up high school, junior high school, listening to you, yeah. putting you on. Put you on the voicemails when niggas was mad at wifey and all that. You heard, bro? Like, yeah, yo, that's a fact, bro. You really a legend, bro. So we like to get roses, bro. Like you really an ill lyricist. You got dope. You got dope aura. Your swag crazy, bro. Like so, we just like to give you your roses while you here, bro. Because you know it's a whole bunch of that, man. My, love, my love, man. Talk, man. I'm I'm humbled by your um your appreciation, man. You know what I'm saying and um. We put a lot of time and we put a lot of work in, man. 20, 20, 20 plus years, man, putting that work in. And we still here. So we blessed and humbled to still be relevant, still be able to work and feed our families from, you know, dreams that we had and touring the world and seeing people and, you know, crossing the T's and dotting the I's, man. So, you know, love is love. And we don't take it for granted at all. Yeah, yeah, nah, that's, that's a super, that's a, that's, that's, that's a super duper fact, bro. Yeah, hey, yo, bro, and your, a nephew is fire, too, so yeah, your artist is, your artist is, that trap symphony is me. Shout out to my artist, Kelso, um, everybody that's tuning in right now, or those who see this later, or hear this later, check out my artist, Kelso Coolin on um Instagram, Twitter, whatever like that, and follow his uh YouTube, is Kelso Forever. We just dropped a record called Trap Symphony and a video out right now. Then we dropping another record, I think the 23rd of this month called Usual. It's more like for the ladies R&B type of vibe. So we just grinding, we just campaigning and maintaining. You know, I'm just starting from the bottom with him. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting down and dirty, getting in the mud and doing what I got to do. Yeah, that's that's fire. Fire. That's fire. That's fire. We got, we got, we got, we got. It's the label. It's the label logo. I don't, I don't know if y'all can see it. It's forever. Yeah. forever music. Yeah, that's a that's, that's record. So make sure y'all follow that on the gram too. Forever music records underscore. And that logo is fire. What's that shit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the infinity sign. That's the family. This shit lasts forever. Yeah, I made it into like they, they actually like records because it got the lines going through it. So yeah, like, right. I put a little twist to it. No, nah, yeah, that's, that's fire. That's yeah. fire. And, and we got the clothing line too, the Forever Do Me Clothing. You know what I'm saying? That's on Instagram too. And the website Forever, Forever Do Me Clothing. So make sure y'all tap into that. Check that oh, out. Oh, yeah, that's a fact. You got to see the podcast. Some of that gets <laughs> It was a little like, you know, I'm fasting for the month of Ramadan. So yeah. I'm trying to slide on there sometimes about business, but I don't want to yeah. indulge in anything else on that joint. So, you know, sometimes I check my DM just in case there's some business going on. Yeah. I wish I would, if I'd have had a little bit more time, I send y'all a care package, but I definitely get y'all a couple t shirts, hoodies, and hats and stuff like that. That's what's up. That's, what's That's up. a fact. We definitely gonna represent, man. Like my cousin said, yo, you 
In high school, you got me my first girlfriend. That's <laughs> <And as laughs> going. Got me my first girlfriend. So I was, you know, That's a fact. You, we definitely looking forward to this, man. Like we said, we appreciate you. And yo, mm -hmm. let's have a good one, man. Let's do this. Have a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you know what I'm saying? Hey, Neef, you talked about Ramadan. How is it? How is it? Um, dealing with dealing with um your 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 faith and um being a a, a full fledged artist and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes it's difficult because you know music is haram and music is not. You know what I'm saying? That that's not um you know a, a thing. You know that's not one of Allah plans for us to indulge in or whatever. But at the end of the day, Allah knows best, and we all gonna be um questioned and um. We all gonna be questioned, you know, uh, and we all gonna be judged separate. You feel what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I look at it like Allah gave me this gift, you know what I'm saying? To to do good things, to provide for my family, to create awareness for Islam or whatever. Cause the one of the key things about being Muslim is spreading, spread spreading the positive message and get others to join. You feel what I'm saying? So um, but sometimes sometimes it could be difficult though. The answer to the question sometimes it'd be difficult, man. But at the end of the day, no matter what you uh what you do, just never stop praying and keep your faith in Allah. And um, like I said, man, we all gonna be ain't none of us perfect, you know. Allah don't create no perfect um people. So nah, I give you much 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 kudos and all that stuff, man. You know, yeah, I mean? nah, that's a super fact. Uh, so if we gonna get into this, bro, like take 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 us back, bro. Like when you first like. We know state prop, we know young guns. Like, when's the first time you was in the studio and what beat you was on? And what's the first rhyme you said to say, Oh, I'm different than niggas? I'm out of here. I, I, I can't remember that, but I'm gonna give you a story about the record Tough Love that was on me and Chris album. Cause I've been rapping forever. Like, my story before Rockefeller is really like crazy. Like, I had so many opportunities and, um, and um opportunities to get in deals before Rockefeller was in, in the play or whatever. I've been rapping since I was like eight years old. So me and my brother was groups as kids coming up. We had deals on the table that ain't work out. My uh I will I remember what my mom told me like recently, like five, six years about one play. We we was gonna do a deal with Boys the Men. I'm talking about we was at the crib and everything. We going to all the shows with them. We we don't we we right there, like we having family dinners with him and everything. And, um, and and the whole time I didn't know my step pop was blocking the whole time. I did I never knew I was a kid at this time. But my mom told me recently she told me that, that he was blocking. He just, <laughs> he just was like just overdoing it as far as demands and the things that he wanted. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Just overdoing it, you know what I'm saying? For no reason. But um and that's the same thing that really happened with our with fast forward all the way to me and Chris. The first people that took us to Rockefeller was a guy named Stevie G, which is my man still to this day. But everybody he took us to, they actually wanted it as really bad. And Jay, Jay Biggs and Dane was the first page people we went and seen. And they wanted us so bad, but we couldn't understand why the deal wasn't happening just like this. But when it was time to talk business, we would we would uh, exit the room and they had talked grown men business. And my man Stevie was trying to get so much for us at the time. He was trying to get like a, a production deal for his company at the time because he was getting artists signed. And he got to the point where, where it's though, like, I don't want to be just a manager no more. I want to have a, a label and so forth and so on. Because he had, uh, he got, um, I remember he got, who he got signed. He got Most Wanted signed from Philly. Shout out to Most Wanted. 
He has uh, he was partners with Beans, getting him him his deal. So he got tired of because the management that can you can be fired just like this. This is yeah. so he was trying to get much more for us, but we didn't know at the time, so that didn't work. So fast forward to Jay and um still wanting us, and we we not having Steven to play no more. And you know they 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 called a guy down Philly. His name was Sadiq, and he was partners uh, with Beans, managing Beans at the time. And Sadiq called the head honcho from my neighborhood in Winkahawken, a nice town, a guy that was getting all the money in my neighborhood. And he called him like, "Yo, can you get the young guns for me?" And he found me, and I got Chris, and we went up there, and the rest of it was history. We was on a movie set to State Property One like two days later, and um, that's why we had that little short part like that. He said, get down, get down. <laughs> the whole time. They was trying yeah. to find us. And like, you know what I mean? Like Steve was really like, really trying to block it. Right, right. Not, right. Us, not on the behalf of us, but he was just trying to get more. He was just trying to get all we in the game. And the management wasn't always it because you can know, you can get fired just like that. But uh, yeah. fast forward to the record. Sorry to give y'all that whole story like that. No, 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 no. no. we need all that, bro. Yeah, we need all that. But 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 far as the record tough love because tough love came about that record came about with me not agreeing with everything and me not getting right involved with the plans and what they wanted for as far as like um because we met me and Chris met Jay Biggs and Dane before we even met Benny Siegel and he's from Philadelphia. So once we once we got up there and did the deal or whatever, they was asking us to like be around Beans, so we can, uh, you know, get on his album and, and and get placements and do stuff. You know what I'm saying? Which is which is which is right. But I was young and immature at the time, and, and to me, I'm looking at it like, yo, I'm just I'm not just hanging around, jumping around some niggas I don't know like that. Yeah. And, and 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 um. Not taking nothing away from my from my folks because that's my that's my brothers to this day. You know what I'm saying? We grew to love each other and we got an unbreakable bond. But I was hanging around guys that was it at the time, and I yeah. wasn't impressed by, you know what I mean? Nothing that's else. I was shit. impressed by by these dudes. I, I like the guys that took us up to Rockefeller when it got time to ink. They had this. I know they didn't have much money as Jay and them, but they had the same jewelry on. They was driving the same cars. Well, the swag, the aura. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm not just hanging around them or whatever. They, they wasn't it to me at that time. I was just young or whatever. And the guys that I was hanging with was it in my city. Right. So um, a lot of things I missed out on. I missed out on a lot of opportunity. And Chris tapped right into it or whatever. Just use this the mentality, yo, like I'm getting placements. I, I'm, you know, I'm going to outwork and we're going to get in position or whatever. Because at the end of the day, once you get signed, it's not automatically that you're going to have a career and be successful and drop an album. There's so many people that were signed to Rockefeller and so many other uh, other companies that never came out. They just got a deal and just was on the bench forever. Yeah. But um, So Tough Love was a record. Chris talking to me, telling me, yo, to come on. Like, 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 um, you know, I just want you to get on your job. Like, but that was Chris way of really talking to me because he felt funny talking to me about something that I got him involved in. You yeah. know, something I showed him the way and something that I got him him, invo him involved with, like through the whole thing, far as teaching him it and then finding a plug to get up New York, the whole nine. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, so he really didn't feel comfortable with just like trying to check me. So he used it in a form which was smart. He used it in a music form. Yeah. So I remember like yesterday, my friend LA, you know, he passed away 
one of our day one friends, he played it for me. We was performing like at an N1 event on Delaware Avenue in Philly. And he played me the record. And he was like, yo, I think you should. Because it was like he had two verses. And then it was like that that was it. And back then, people was doing three, verse, three verses. It wasn't like today where people do two verses. So my man was telling me like, yo, I think you should... Uh, I think you should get on this or whatever like that. And I never had a conversation with Chris about it or nothing. I just went up New York. I cooked it. I took the Amtrak by myself and I went up to New York at baseline. Just Blaze did the beat. That's how Chris was. He is student. He is sitting in the studio. And then if, 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 um, if an opportunity came, he'd take it. You feel what I'm saying? Like just Blaze probably was doing that beat. And Chris was just like, yo, you know, um, let me get on that or whatever like that. So, I wasn't there when he made it, nothing like that. Like I said, my man played it for me. I took it up New York. Well, it was already, he recorded that baseline. So I went up there by myself and me and, um, me and, um, I forget his name, me and Goo, me and Goo recorded it. And it just so happened, yo, it, it was one of my, uh, my memorable moments with Jay was me recording that. And then him walking in right after I was done, just me and him, me, him, and Goo. He walking in and was like, damn, you heard the record Chris did? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, play it, Goo. And then he don't know my part is coming. Like, you know what I'm saying? He just walking in. He walked in right after I was done. No BS, y'all. And, um, you know, when he just heard my voice, he just went crazy. And we laughed. And, we, you know, it was, it was a dope moment that I shared with the big homie or whatever like that. That's a joint that I, it was like heartfelt. It was something like, cause everybody knew like the transition that I was going through to hang with everybody and just fit in because the way we came in, they wanted something different for us. It wasn't signed Chris and Ethan. We just started working on our album. It just so happened by the time we got the ink cause we was around them forever. Like since we was 15, we met them, but we went through so many trials and tribulations and different managers to really get there and sign they made it about a state property thing. We want y'all to be a crew. Um, and that really was that really what I didn't sign up. I didn't really sign up for that at the time. Yeah. But I was like I said, I was immature and I wasn't thinking business. And that would be the best thing for uh uh to create a crew with beans being the first one signed. And then Oskino and Sparks was there and Freeway was there, you know what I'm saying? But we never really met none of them before we met Jay Beans. I mean Jay Biggs and Dame. So that's how that was. That's that's interesting, real quick, Fleet. Um, but with the tough love record, man, like growing up, we like we took that in, like you know what I mean? Us as fans, and and like I was telling Fleet and I was telling Zay, I was like, yo, we gotta ask him about tough love. And it's crazy that you said that because I'm not saying you know, we're not questioning the you know how how real it is, but you telling us how real it is is that's it was a real record like y'all have real emotions there so that's a good thing right there that's man. emotional record i don't think any other two artists ever did that nah. um you know what i'm saying um getting stuff off their chest you know what i'm saying and just like men and just brothers and trying to figure it out being young and up and coming in this music industry and um and like i said that it's so organic and it's so real and it's emotional like you said that that record wasn't supposed to be like on our album. Our record, our album wasn't supposed to be tough love. It just happened organically. Yeah. That's what made it so special. Yeah, oh. that's fine. That's fucking fire. And when you say goo, you talking about guru, right? Exactly. That's, yo, Neef, you don't even know how you the shit right now. How you could just yeah, 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 yeah. 
today, man. Like I got, <laughs> I got a lot of homies from Big O. But that joint right there, that that's legendary. And it just was, it was just me and him. And Goo. I don't know if y'all hear that. Sorry about that. I got my uh. Nah, you nah, good. It's good. Good, baby. This shit for the culture, nigga. Niggas hear that shit all day, man. Yeah, no, that, that was a crazy moment, man. Like, and, and he just went crazy because he wasn't expecting that. And then, like, so many people, when they hear, it's like it's like hearing two sides of the story, and it's just like it's it's just deep, man. You feel what I'm saying? From what he's saying, like, yo, I can't go on without you, and you know this, that, and the third, uh, do it for Miss Kim, and. And then to hear my reply like that, and mm -hmm. I had a certain energy on that record. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like, let's be for real. Oh boy, they not all cool. <laughs> yeah, you went in, yo. A lot of a lot of a lot of verses on tough love is like that, especially for me, because yeah. a lot of people it, it was like they, they was counting me out, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. when it was time, when it was when it came time for Chris and Neith, that's when I put I pushed the foot, my foot all the way on the gas. And then, and then, like all my brothers, I grew to love my brothers and had an understanding. And I, I grew and learned, and you know, and I knew this, this would, this was what it was about. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, that's a fact. So, 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 hold on, I'm gonna uh, back up a little minute. So, all right, cool. So, where you make meet meet Chris at? I met Chris. Well, I'm originally from West Philly, 52nd and Parkside, and um, 49th and Reno. And I met met Chris. My my aunt lived up Winkahawken already, but I used to come up every once in a while. But I never met Chris. But I had a couple other friends from up here. So my aunt went away, and we came up. We came we came up here. We came up to Winkahawken, and I started going to school up here. So I met Chris in like the sixth grade with the rest of my uh, my homies from up here. So um, I was like I said, I was rapping forever, and. Um, they were they were very entertained and amused by what I could do at a young age. Me rapping at that age, saying the stuff that I was saying, and um, my life was a little faster than the the average. What I was like, I maybe was like 12, 13 or something like that. My lifestyle, the things that I was seeing, and the people that I was being around. I always hung around older people. Yeah, and my aunts and uncles they was getting they was getting a bunch of money. At, at the time, you gotta think like when 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 uh when um uh, what's that reasonable doubt was out my aunt, my, my aunt had a GS. We was riding around when 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 Bigs Big uh was in the Land Cruiser Burgundy. I was in they, my my aunt had one of them. You know what I'm saying? So I was I seen a lot and done a lot so early, but I I had balance because you know living the lifestyle my uncles and aunts was doing. Of course, they went away at times, so it got back to reality. You know, my yeah. mom having five kids on her own and, you know what I'm saying, going to school and working a regular job. So that always that always gave me balance. But when they was home, it was Christmas every day. You know what I'm saying? So, so I met Chris and he was, you know, like I was the new kid. I had all the Tommy, all the Polo, all the Nordica. You, you know, Versace, you asked him, you know what I'm saying? I had everything that people was talking about. So they was very entertained and, um, and he really, they, they, he took, he took a, a huge liking into, you know, the way I did music and stuff like that. Cause he used to hit beats on the table. I remember he used to hit, um, Big Daddy Angel. Dun -dun 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 -dun. <laughs> and um, the lunchroom tables, and I used to rap in front of everybody all the time. So one day, one day, him and my other friend Jug, he passed away. 
And one day, you know, he always asked me, yo, like, show me how to do it or whatever. Like, me and John, blah, 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 blah. And one day I took him in my crib. And um, and like he said in Tough Love, one of the first niggas you let in your crib. Yeah. Because I came up with that, that mentality. I came up with that. I was young, but I had a different mentality growing up in West Philly. And the people that I was hanging around and my aunts and uncles or whatever, we didn't just let anybody in our crib. You know what I'm saying? One of the first things you let in your crib. And um, when I set him and my other man down, you know, I wrote wrote their raps or whatever like that. And, you know, just was just was coaching them on some things, you know, about bars, just songs and hooks, just giving them the whole rundown because they, they of course they was fans of music, period. But I just gave them that, 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 um, that game, you know what I'm saying? That, that game and, and, and uh, the maturity that I had from doing the music forever. And then Chris just kept writing. He kept on making little stuff and asking me about this, coming home from school and, you know, making little stuff. What you think about this? And and I was just, you know, coaching him through the way until he just 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 found his own way and got in his own pocket and just keep continue to uh, be in the gym. Right. That's crazy. So so so. So all right, cool. So six rays. So when y'all get together, like, yo, bro, we about to get this deal, shit. Like, we're like, that's why. That's another thing. A lot of people don't know. My brother was rapping too. My other, my brother, Puda Brown. I don't know. Some know. Some know of him. Some don't or whatever. He was on. Uh, I started. Yeah, I heard that name before. Yeah, I started up a um after a little bit after Rockefeller. I started up a series called uh, GIFI, and he was a part of our crew. And he's on um he's on Brothers from Another. Me and Chris last album on Rockefeller. He's on there twice. But my brother rapped and he did his thing also in West Philly. See, when I moved up to North, I still bounced around. I wasn't one of them kids that like, I moved up here and I'm never coming back down. I moved around and did my thing all over the city. And um, my brother ran into this guy named uh, Day Day. He was a street nigga getting a bunch of money in West Philly. And he, he knew Stevie G. So my brother rapped for Steve by himself somewhere at some time. And, and he told and he told Steve, yo, you gotta hear my brother though. That's just the type of individual my brother is. Yeah. He was like, uh, yo, you gotta hear my brother though. Cause I was young talking that talking that talk or whatever. I was a couple years younger than my brother. And um, so my brother got me to see Steve. I went, I went to Steve's house with my brother and, and I rapped for Steve. So he was going crazy, blah, 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 blah. So then I say, <laughs> I say out of the clear blue, I don't know why. I'm like, yo, you got to hear my partner. Chris wasn't even my partner at the time. I'm like, I'm like yo, you got to hear my partner. But I just knew in my heart, because I'm a true fan of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, I go back. And I knew, like, at that time, it wasn't no youngins like us rapping like us. We had chemistry with each other. You know what I'm saying? We we just like, and we was friends and we just knew how to like, you know, bounce off one another. And we was, you know, we was young, hungry. And I just knew it was something that the game was missing at the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Than just a regular young kid by itself. Right. And I knew we, I knew the energy that we, we was bringing, it couldn't be matched at that time in the industry. So right. I gets Chris. I get Chris one day. We go up Steve's house, rap for Steve. Steve, like, all right, you know, let's do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So the next week, we was up. The first place we went was um, Rockefeller. Like, I remember, like, it was yesterday. Jay Biggs and Dame. Dame all over the office. He everywhere, whatever. Uh, my man Biggs, he got on a platinum bracelet with a, with a ring, the pinky ring to match. Jay got a do-rag on, iceberg. Iceberg sweatsuit on, 
Um, this is like this at right after he sold like the, the five million with Hard Knock Life. They was gearing up to go on the, the Hard Knock Life tour. They left probably a week or two after we met him for the Hard Knock Life tour. Beans just got signed, so the city was on fire. Everybody wanted somebody from Philly at the time. The way Beans kicked in the door for Philly was like just different, man. Like nobody crazy. Yeah, he, nobody never seen nothing like that before him. You feel what I'm saying? And, um, and um, so we rapped for uh they wanted to do it, you know what I'm saying? They was they was going crazy, running in and out the office, you know what I'm saying, going crazy about us. And like I said, when it was came time to talk business, Steve was speaking for us, but Steve was trying to get a production deal with his company. And I don't know if everybody know what a production deal was as far as the record company giving him the money and he takes the money and do what he whatever he got to do to create the album and then turn in the album. He wasn't really trying to go for that. Um, We went to Bad Boy. Puff was crazy about us. Um, Entertainment, crazy about us, but they just signed Dutch and Spade from Philly. That was a two-man group that was from Philly. Um, We went to Electric. Shout out this one, Jay Brown was a when as elect at electric. We went to that's, that's what it's called, right? Electric, yeah, electric. yeah, electric. That's the shit Missy was signed to, exactly. Yeah, they was heavy at the time. Um, we flew out to Cali to set with Jay Brown and rap for him. He wanted to do it. Um, uh, Gary Hankerson, y'all know who that is, Aaliyah Uncle. Uh, yeah, Barry, Barry Hankerson, Barry, yeah. Barry, Barry yeah, Hankerson. Yeah, 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 Barry Hankerson. He wanted to do it. We went to his crib. This nigga had horses. This nigga had a horse. <laughs> yeah. A stable in the crib. And this is back back in his day. You hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Uncle. He had um, what it was black, black ground or black. I forget the name of his label, but he had pieces of like all of them, like Aaliyah. He had a piece and all of them, like genuine, all of them type people. And um everywhere we went, I'm talking about we went a lot of places and they all wanted us, but we just we just thought we fit with Rockefeller. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We just thought we fit with them from the gate. Like we love Puff. Puff was trying to change a lot of things, not just rap, but you know, like you know, Puff just got his vision. Yeah, he just got his vision on things, and like we mess with him still to this day. Like that's the guy. But we was like, we was like, no oh, man, we, we coming, we 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 gonna do this how we want to do it. And it's and it's so funny, man. It's so funny, y'all, because after. Steve got out the picture, and like I said, the guy Sadiq found us from another guy in my city that was getting a bunch of money in Nice Town, and um, it just so happened we start seeing Puff again. I don't know, I don't know how it transpired. I think somebody else knew my man that was that that was from Philly that we was letting managing us at the time, so we start going to Puff, and and that's it, it like it like ended up between them two. Yeah. Back and forth, like we going to Rockefeller, you know, DJ and I want to do the deal. So we around, we going all the shows, we we everywhere with them. Then we go to Daddy's house. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was about to no, get no, you. No, no, no. I was about to get you, Slime. I was about to get you. We gonna let you go. I was about to get you. And we'll be making records with Puff and. Like it's just it was just all over the place until we got to it, and this when two ways was out. Yeah, and I I forget I remember like it was yesterday. We riding in the car. We on our way to Puff, and um, we in the car with our my people's my manager, me, Chris, and I think that was it. 
And um, Chris was like, yo, and we had two ways at the time or whatever. And I think Jay and them, Jay and them got us the two ways. We had two ways in um, Motorola Jones, the little Motorola Jones. Uh, they had the phones and um, they got us them Jones or whatever so they can always contact us. Yeah, yeah, this this before the deal because they knew what they were doing, but we didn't know the specifics of what was going on between the talks between our managers and them because we still yeah. understand like what's what what's going on? What's what they waiting on? You feel what I'm saying? Because they they want us. Yeah. And um, Chris was like, "Yo, like I'm about to I'm about to hit Jay and and and, and you know what I mean? And tell him like they keep taking us to go see Puff. Like like what's you know what I mean? What y'all gonna do? Should have bidding war. Yeah. yeah. And, and um. And I was like, yeah, hit him, man. And then next day it was official. Like he, he wasn't playing with it no more. You feel what I'm saying? He, he wasn't playing with it no more. Oh yeah, and I can't forget. How I forget this, man. How I can't forget Chris Lighty. Chris Lighty and Dave Lighty, they wanted us bad. They took twin 500s down here to Philly and took our moms out and everything. They wanted us bad. We did a bunch of songs on the first Violator one compilation. But of course, we didn't sign with them, so we didn't make the album or whatever. But we did joints with Buster. Um, I remember seeing Mike Song recently since he came home because Mike Song was down with them, and we did joints with Mike Song. And I, uh, we did the Roots Picnic in Philadelphia, maybe two years ago. It was like right before the pandemic, the year before the pandemic hit. Um, I ran in, we ran into Mike Song. I said, Mike Song, you because I knew he remembered us from being. He was away and then we uh became these 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 huge celebrities or whatever but i was like yo do you remember us we're like where you remember me from like i went up to him like that you know like he of course he know who i am but i'm like yo where you remember us from yeah. like yo I, I remember man i remember the riley this joint when y'all used to be in the studio he like he remembered everything that blew my mind yo and that's that's a solid dude man and um but uh rest in peace the Chris Lighty man, he, he was a good, he was a good solid dude, and I remember like as years passed on, and we ran into him. We was down with Jay, and they was messing around because they they was good friends. He was messing around with them about us going over there to him, but uh, yeah, man, I remember like as yesterday, man. They took two two five hundred bins as him and his brother rode back to back to Philly and took our moms out. Oh, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris was a super good dude, though. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. That's a crazy story. Yo, yeah. I got a question. Um, what what's one thing you learned working under Jay Biggs and Dane? Like one thing you could really apply to your life now that you learned from them. Like, you know, just so much. Just like just branding. One key is branding, and just like um. When talent, when, when when talent don't work, man, work uh, you know, outwork talent, man. At the end of the day, like Jay, 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 you know, he was a workaholic. You feel what I'm saying? Like he was always in that gym, no matter how much money he had at the time. He was still in that studio creating, you know, every day, all day. And just that um, just that business mentality or whatever, they 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 was big on their business, and that's why they got what they got. And um they came in there like bosses, you feel what I'm saying? Right, right. Mentality and um and just like just 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 creating opportunities for others, you know what I'm saying? Like damn there everybody had a job. You know, people that they grew up with from their neighborhoods and that they put them all in position, 
You feel what I'm saying? One hand wash the other, both hands wash the face. There were so many different things that, that I learned from them that I still use to this day. And um, like I said, I still make money off the brand to this day, and, you know. That's lit. That's, you know, that's, that's, that's that's super lit. So 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 it's crazy, right? Cause soon as after y'all get signed, right? Y'all niggas hop in the locks beef. Like, what you thinking? Like, yo, this nigga boy, we saw my deal. You bringing us to hot nine? You fucking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know you was shaking a little bit, but I, you feel me? Like, I know you think you super nice. I know you know you nice, but that's kiss and style. So I know you like yo. I gotta go go what, crazy. Like I gotta it? tell these niggas I'm a yeah. kid, a mother or something. But, <laughs> but like you was just on go time, like it yeah. Is we were just on go time. We didn't think past that. Mm. At the end, y'all body that shit though, bro. Yeah, no day, we was just uh take advantage of the opportunity. And at the at the end of the day, man, you chop the head, the body will fall. So who's to know if things would have went the other way if we would have had these careers? Right, right, like right, right. back then, and them times when uh, uh, a battle can make or break you. Yeah, you know it was a little different. It was a little different than today. That's a real fact, though. You know what I'm saying? Like especially these big dogs, these people that they respect for bars and these these huge lyricists that people take to. And um, if it would have went the other way. Who's to say our careers? We would have had careers. We we would have had albums because this is straight from the block to going at vets that got time That's in. They got this legendary. They got fans, and this right. before we even had even fans like that. Yeah, uh, right. So y'all was going right into the war. Yeah, we was fending for ourselves. But you know, right. like I said, man, you know, we we just was protecting the king at the end of the day and the brand and the movement. What was the talk like though? You like like what's the call you got that you're going to high 97? Like, where was you at? What you was doing? Like it was, what happened? Like, it was just like we going up, like you know what I'm saying? Just we was going up, and that's all we did back then. It was just like anybody from that era, you just rapped, and that's that's how you proved yourself. It was we couldn't go on the internet and like make a TikTok record and just be out of here and, and be and be rival or something like that, man. Like when you went in these offices and I'm talking about, it's times that, like I said, it was times we went to Puff and he had other artists in there that he was, uh, 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 uh might sign. Yeah. Right, right, you know right. what happened? We end up going at each other. Yeah. I remember like it was yesterday. I don't know if, I don't know if it was the year the Sixers went to the championship. What year was that? You know, y'all know off top when they played the Lakers. I think that was 03. Yeah, 03-02. At Geiger. Okay, so that's key then. It had to been because we was we was we was we was at um the studio with Puff, and he had some guys from Harlem. I forget the big rap name, but it was three of them, and it was me and Chris in there, and the Sixers was on. AI was balling, going crazy. I think it might have been the playoffs, or it might have been the, the the one game that they won in the series. And me and Chris, you know, we we did what we did, and like we had everybody in the studio, like on like sixes, we on some sixes, we from Philly, <laughs> and they, they, they was all from all of, and these guys was from all, and they switched sides on them right then and there. No, no BS, y'all, no BS, real talk, man, real talk. I remember like it was yesterday, but that's that's the era that we was in, and that's how like that's how Freeway got in that battle with uh, Cassidy because it was like. Like just rap, like made the best man win. Like you feel what I'm saying? That that's just how it, no, I wasn't there for that one. I wasn't there for that one. 
That's a tough. <laughs> yeah, hey, 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 yo, yo, I still tell niggas to this day, Nick. Some some people disagree with me. Some people agree with me. I think Freeway won that shit. Nah, yeah, bro. bro. You I listen to that shit again. Free talking that shit, boy. Free talk hot. Free yeah, talking that shit, niggas. I, I definitely understand. And, and Cass is nice. You know what I mean? Shout out to Cass. Yeah, you know, Cass is nice, but Free was talking that shit. Yeah, yeah, it's just so crazy that that. That cast just had that new style at the time. That's what but, but I don't. I don't really think we all. We all like. It's a difference though. Like we all could battle and we all could make verses. A regular verse seem like it's a, a verse about you, but Cass was really writing the the same raps that he could. He could have said these these battle raps on URL. The the yeah. rap he was making at the time, he could say them like you know at URL or something yeah. like that. So yeah, it's just a different approach. And um, Freeway, his confidence was different. And I, I would feel the same type of way. I just said all these raps on Hot 97. I just said all, I just shot my load. And then y'all take me somewhere and battle somebody. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same night, I'm talking about like within the next hour. I'm oh, battling yeah. somebody with the same bars. You're not going to be the same. You're not going to, the confidence is, is, is different. Right, right, right. Yeah, and you as a person, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. His delivery changed. Yeah, your delivery, your aura, everything's going to change. If I just said all these verses in front of the same people that I'm ready to battle another guy with, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just going to be different. Right, yeah, right, right. I totally right. understand. I, I, totally I, think understand. It's, I think it's two different artists, too. Absolutely. Freeway, Freeway bars is way too intricate. You know what it's I mean? Too the wordplay, the... Exactly the flow, all that. Flow. Yeah, he's yeah. a different You feel me? Free to you. You stupid. You heard? Hey, Neef, what with this? Like, you know how you from Philly, Meek. You know how Meek always references the Rolex. You know, what I mean, champions Rolex, champions Rolex. But like the rock chain, that's a staple. I mean, the logo itself is a staple, but. As far as the rock chain, what is that? What does it mean to you? You know what I'm saying? That oh, rock yeah. chain. It's, it's, it's my championship ring. I'm sorry about that, y'all. I don't need to go. It's all good. It's my championship ring. I'm gonna let y'all see mine. I'm gonna give y'all a story about this too, cause that's that's you know what I mean. That's what we got, man. Memories, legacy, stories, man, and we got the future to look forward to. But we never know where we're going until we know where we came from, right? Yeah. So this this is my chain. This is my championship chain. Yeah, that's the chain right there. <laughs> you know, that chain is such a staple. Like even yeah. when he was giving that chain out up at the rocker, like you looking at it like, yo, I need a Rockefeller chain. This brand and this logo is is legendary, man. It's this nineteen ninety six Chicago Bulls, man. Real talk, like nice. it can never be another. Like this is this is just different. Like, and I got my chain. I'm one of the last ones that got my chain. Far as like the original Rockefeller, but yeah. right. one of the last ones that got my chain. I got my chain off of Dame. Dame gave me this chain off his neck. He um me and Chris had a performance at MTV Beach House. We went to do Can't Stop, Won't Stop. A lot of times people seen us with change before we had our own change. We were uh we would take beans chains or somebody chains, and you know what I mean. We might have to give them back and stuff like that. Yeah, 
But um, I got my chain on a helicopter on my way to uh, MTV Beach House. That's crazy. Me, Show me the chain one more time, bro. I had to you feel me. I had to go take a bathroom break. My love. love. That's the Patron Eliminate. Me, Biggs, and Dane and Chris, we went to um to MTV Beach House on a helicopter, and Dane gave me this off his neck. You got all that right. Yeah, look at that. Shit. Happy I got the rose gold too. I like rose gold a lot. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. 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 Off their neck, you said. Damn. Damn. So tell us. So what was the conversation like? Like what was the how? How did the conversation come about? A lot of people, you got these when you um you drop albums. Like when, but they knew they knew they knew like can't stop won't stop was a huge. You know, like I think can't stop won't stop is like in the top three. Pardon me, excuse me. No, you good. You good, bro. It's in the top three. Um, who the biggest songs Rockefeller? I think, I think Oh Boy is one. I think Jay got one, and maybe Kanye. Then, then us is like before, yeah. like yeah, it's like one of the biggest. Yeah, songs. Like one was a rocket. Yeah, yeah. We had that Bay Area, uh, that Bay Area love got us like different. We we was by coastal international then. I'm so doing an interview. I gotta call you back. I gotta call you back. Tell that nigga beloved. 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 Terrible. But yeah, what I was saying. Nah, about the chain, the chain, the chain, how classic the chain is, man. Yeah, it was classic. I'm like, conversation I'm like the only per I'm the only person that state property still has the chain. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. I'm the only person that still has the chain. And um yeah, man, like it was an epic moment, man. And I remember our road manager, my, my man Paz, he fat guy, and they wouldn't let him get on the helicopter because he was too big. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to leave him. We left him on the on, a, on a, at the top of the building on the launch pad. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we went to MTV Beach House, and um, where was it at? Was it was it was it in the Hamptons? Maybe it was in the Hamptons. If I if I'm um not mistaken i think it was in the hamptons and dame gave me the uh chain and um you know it, it was it was on man it was on and that's when i really got into gear and got into mood because it was hard for me to figure it out at first you know what i'm saying like which way i wanted to go and you know um the streets the streets was getting the best of me at the time like that and um but you know, I was happy, man. And like State Property One album, I was on that train one time into State Property Two, which is a classic chain gang. I was all over that. You feel what I'm saying? And they used that Can't Stop, Won't Stop for that to uh be the first single a chain gang. So it was on, it was go mode in there. I got in gear. Right, right. How old was you when you got the chain? Uh maybe maybe 19, maybe like 19, something like that. Nigga couldn't even drink, had 50 beans on your neck. But, but I, like I said, um, we was around them since we was like 15, like hanging out and dinner at Philippe's every Sunday or at the house, Philippe's child basement and stuff like that. We've been around them forever. But you know, it was always somebody in a way, the representation or something like that, uh, in the way of things moving forward. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just, uh, I can't wait till they do like a documentary or a world tour. You feel what I'm saying? It, it's just, it's epic. 
Yeah, I, I, feel, I was about to say, I, 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 I was about to ask you, bro. You need to like, you and Chris need to link up and do a movie or a book, yeah, bro. It's only right. I got to do one for sure. That, that should have sell out, bro. Like, no, yo, Neef, you mentioned that you, you know, the streets was getting the best of you. Anybody back home told you, like, yo, bro, you got to chill. Like, you about to take yeah, off. Sure. Like, you got to build a conversation. Yo, Chris used to talk to everybody but me about my actions. He used to, he used to talk to my brother. He used to go tell your brother. He used to talk to my mom, everybody. Yeah, but because it, it was so hard for him, and I understand we the same age, but Chris always looked up to me. I was, I was moving a little fast. You like the big homie for real, like yeah, like um, just because I was exposed to so much, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like Chris' dream when I met him was playing football at the time. He was like in little leagues and stuff like that. And where I was from, they ain't had none of that. It was, it was, it was, it was different. It was a different mentality, and, and we was just learning things fast and the things that I was seeing. And doing in my neighborhood and my step pop exposing me to so much. And um, so it was just, it was just, it was just different at that time. You know what right. I mean? Um, but uh, like he would go to people and people would talk to me and stuff like that. But they didn't, they didn't remember, remember like I don't know if y'all remember certain bars, but I was I was rough on on my crew in the beginning. Like I gotta I gotta deal with these lames and get this little bit of change, little yeah, that's good. All that's is just stuff that I was going through. You feel know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And um, like, like basically, you can't tell my laces and all them type of joints. They was hinting, they was little shots at about what I was going through at the time. Yeah, that's a fact. You, you, you keep on talking about your step pops, bro. Like, do you hold like little resentment against him? Like, yo, bro, like you had a bag in your hands and you type threw me to the wolves, or like you could have like, like, like you feel me? Like, do you feel like he could have like, you know? No, no, no. I don't feel no type of way towards him. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel no type of way towards him. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe he, because he grew up with, 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 like, he played ball. He was good at ball. And he grew up with one of those type of dreams, too, of doing music. So he might have thought he knew more than what he knew. You feel what I'm saying? And just, um, his intentions, I, I know his intentions was good. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, sometimes you can turn, you you know, thinking you're smarter than what you are. Sometimes you could. You can mess up a business deal or you can turn people off like yo, like these guys ain't sell a record yet. We we gonna have to um we're gonna we gonna have to put marketing money, we're gonna have to, you know, make them who they are. Yeah, right. right. We're gonna we're gonna have to put a lot of work in too. Cool. And that's how they, that's how they was looking at it. Like once you uh once you have some leverage, then a person, you know, might have to deal with you some way or some form, but you coming in with nothing and, and you worth nothing. So it's nothing to the 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 clip you are not are not to deal with you. It, it don't it don't make them or break them. Right. Yeah, it's a fact. So 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 copy. So y'all coming at 15, y'all just entourage for real. Like y'all artists, but y'all entourage. And a lot of people don't know y'all was on the hard knock life tour. No, we wasn't on we that's the only tour we ain't going on. That's the only tour. Really? Y'all on the hard knock life tour? No, that's the only tour we didn't go on. Every after that, we went on every tour. See, like I told you, we met Jay Biggs and Dame like a week or two before they left for the Hard Knock Life tour. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, copy, copy. Every everything else, every um, million tours after that with Jay. You know, Jay went on a thousand runs and like stuff like that. We were um, we were um, blessed to be a part of going on tours and, and, and having different opportunity being signed to Rockefeller and Jay being as successful as he was, 
we had a lot of different looks that people normally wouldn't get. Yeah, that's a fact. So, 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 fifteen through nineteen, y'all just chilling, knowing the business, right? And then y'all drop, can't stop, won't stop. Everything changed. It, everything it, it, changed. Niggas is y'all best friends, right? It, it, everything changed. You yeah. hear me? We priority. Yeah, it's going down. And um, how that went about? How that went about? We was just recording. We was recording in quiet, the famous quiet studio in Manhattan. Those who don't know, that's where Tupac got shot up. The first time at that's where Bobby got locked up too. Yeah, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so Bobby and um we in there recording, and Biggs was like, you know, pushing us to do a, a, a mixtape. We did the mixtape, we just recording songs. Some songs are original beats, some songs are uh um instrumentals, and we just knocking joints out, just regular having fun, not taking it uh more serious than anything else we have done in previous to that. And um, once we got done, Biggs was like, Biggs' idea was let to let DJ Enough host it. Shout out to DJ Enough. He played a heavy instrumental role in me and Chris' success with Can't Stop, Won't Stop. He came in, and as he, if you go back and listen to the project, the way DJs host the mixtape is they let it play right through. They get in the booth. And they let the songs just play right through and they do their drops, they talk, they say little stuff like that. And if they want to go back on something, they tell an engineer, yo, take me back here. I want to say this part right here. But he just let the whole thing just play through. And when he got the can't stop, won't stop, it's so organic and it's so real that as soon as it come on and he had a beat, he like, oh, I like this. And that's all that's all on the mixtape. His <laughs> first reaction, his first reaction to hearing it. That's all organic and it's all real. He like, oh, I like this, this, that, and the third. Man, two, two, three days later, man, he was going crazy with it on Hot 97 Rush Hour, nonstop. Till he, till he broke it, till he broke the record. And then Rockefeller, White labeled it, then Def Jam caught up to it, and it was out of here. And then 10,000 spins, 15,000 spins, and it was like, People, them records was like, like at least from our crew, people weren't getting those type of spins. People wasn't having those huge type records because before then, like Jay don't really have a bunch of like number one records. Like, like, like he yeah. came with good, with, 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 with good music. Before, music. But, like, it's just his whole catalog and his, his, um, Far as his projects, far as his whole projects, you know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. built that fan base and that aura, and and um, just created just a whole thing. But he wasn't dropping like you know, them, right. yeah, them them singles that get you like all that one single and all that like them like oh boy record and certain records like after that he had like um. What is it, New York State of Mind? Yeah, with eight keys. You know what I'm saying? Crossing over and doing stuff like that. But before then, before then, it wasn't uh too much of that going on. Right. You know what I mean? So, uh, so, so y'all 19, 20, y'all bosses in the building. Like, yo, listen, man, I'm not, I'm not about to do that, man. Tell Dame to holler at me, right? Yeah, quick. It was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, man. And we still got good relationships and we still talk to people um that came up with us in the record company and in, in, in the business. You feel what I'm saying? Sherry Bryan, Emmanuel, Shaka, Carlene, 
these type people, these day one people, um, is still love to to this day. And he, they all at uh different offices of Zach's and you know running companies. So it's a beautiful thing that that you know a majority of us, a good a good amount of us, is good health. You know what I mean? Feeding our family. So you know it's a blessing. So 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 can't stop, won't stop. You really ain't even know that was a hit. You like fuck it. This is just a nope. I tell everybody that I think don't don't quote me, but I think it was maybe nineteen songs or something on the uh, project, and can't stop, won't stop was like number seventeen. So those who know, if you feel as though a yeah. record is a hit record, you are gonna play that early. That's gonna yeah. be number four, number five, something like that. So we looked at it as a throwaway. And shout out to Digger. Digger did the beat. And um, it changed our life forever. I think that record at the time was a different sound. Way it different. Was. It was. Yeah, it was refreshing. It was different. And then heat like that. And then we did the remix with Chingy. And those who know, man, Chingy was selling so many records at that time, man. Chingy was on fire. And that was Big's idea again, too. Like, Big's was very instrumental with me and Chris. Career, um, tough love, and just you know, because this is how it was. Rockaway was making so much money at the time when it was time for me and Chris to drop. Dame office, his main office was at Rockaway. Dame was really like running that. That was making them tons of money, millions on millions of money. It was making them more than music was at the time. But music is the vehicle, right? Other doors. So you got to keep doing the music. Music is like the promotion for it. Yeah. And um. so Jay is Jay. Of course, he, you know, he doing a thousand things. He out of here, whatever. But when we call, all we had to do was put up, you know, the bat sign. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. yeah, come. You know what I'm saying? Pause. And um. so that left Biggs to really like, Biggs always was instrumental in a lot of things behind the scene. Yeah, Rockefeller. You feel what I'm saying for his lifestyle, his business, just everything. You know what I'm saying? He brought a lot to the table. But when it when it when it came time for Chris and Neith, like he really like did his thing. Like he really like showed his um just his, his, his part. Yeah, just, just just played his part in so many ways. Like it was his idea for us to um do the do the mixtape, get DJ enough to host it. Then come back with Chingy on the remix, and then set it up for us to do No Better Love for Tough Love album. That was yeah. all. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, Biggs, that no Biggs is big, big. Biggs is really dope because they said not not they said I I I I I that I was watching a couple of interviews and they said Biggs is the reason why they signed Beans too. Like they said, uh, Biggs took Beans uh music to a block in Harlem and niggas was just fucking with it. And they like, oh, we gotta sign this nigga like. Yeah, you feel me? And then he came back and he signed beans with that uh see yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel yeah. me? That's a uh, yeah, man. Biggs was very instrumental in me and Chris' career, man. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, my yeah. guy still to this day, man. That's 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 a that's a good um Biggs is a dope figure, especially on like social media. Mm-hmm. When he- Point out those gems and the quotes. The and way shit. he carry himself right, too, though. Like, carry himself. He just carry himself too. like a solid boss. Like, yo, yeah, bro, listen, like. He's a solid dude, man. You know, man. That's my guy. I remember the first time I seen him since he was, uh, since he came home. It was legendary because I kept in touch with him when he was away. And then we did, um, 
I forget uh what is it, real talk? The two guys, you know what yeah. I'm talking about? The two uh, guys we did like a um a huge we did a huge uh podcast setting in New York. I forget where it was at. I know you're talking uh, about it was it was like a forum, everybody was actually, I think I forget. Damn, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, we did it in New York, and it was huge, and we had a lot of people from Rockefeller, like execs, artists, CEOs, and stuff like that. And um, I think Biggs was already out there, and this was my first time seeing him. And everybody knew how you know the, the bond we had, the relationship we had. And then I came out, me and Chris. I think we, we might have came out last. And when I seen them, they like they, you know, the way we hug, it was different from when everybody else seeing each other, people just dapping each other up, and yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like man, me and him hold each other, embrace each other tight, man. That was my first time seeing him since he came home, and that just that, that always been the OG to me, man. Like somebody that, that I really can call my old head that always been there for me since the day I met him, and just a stand up individual. You know what I mean? It's a fact, cause I be seeing it, Neef. Like it just don't be about the money with you. Like even before you even said, like yeah, my aunties and my uncles got bread, like. You even carry yourself like yo, bro. This shit ain't new. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what it was. Like, I would have been had this. Like, I like feel like I, I probably would have never had it like that. But yeah. I would have never been regular. You yeah. feel me? So like, I'm used to this maneuvering how I act. So it's not really like new to me. So if I see Bigs, I'm gonna hug him like I love him because I love him. You feel me? Right. Not because he gave me a bag, because mm -hmm. I love Bigs. So that's why I really get from you. Like even in your raps and shit. Like even you feel me? Like. You really wasn't holding back from like yo. They got me with these lame. You, you feel me? Like you was talking yeah. between your mind. Like yo, if you feel me? Like if y'all block me, I don't care. Like yeah. I'm going back to the where I'm. You feel me? Like I get a bag right here. Like I'm not gonna get a bag that y'all getting. Yeah, but yeah. I'm really neat yeah. back home type. You feel yeah, me? That, but that's what we. That's what we was talking about in the car on the way. He had OGs. Yeah, His OGs gave him a way to walk. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. He listened. Yeah, so that, yeah, yeah. He, I'm big on listening. Right, right. You listen, so now there's certain things they putting in front of your face, but you like, nah, that's a that's a facade. That's a smoke screen. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing right through that because I'm used to those smoke screens because my people's is guiding me. You know what yeah. I mean? And mm -hmm. that's and that's what me and my cousin was talking about. We was talking about that in the car. A lot of kids and a lot of people growing up, they ain't got that. They ain't got the OGs that's putting smoke screens in front of them to test them so they right. understand. You know, when they get a big deal, when they in front of Bigs, Jay. And Dame like figures, they not just taking the first thing, right? You know what I'm saying? They're not just taking an empty glass when really there should be a, a full glass of water in it. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like it's one of those things where you know that's commendable to you that you Super. took your lessons on the dime and you was like, yo, nah, man, we need you know what I mean. I ain't gonna fall for anything, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna stand for something, you know what I mean? That's but perfect. now getting back to um now you had uh can't stop, won't stop. No better luck. Now, no better luck. Oh. No better luck. Let me tell you something. You could be, be in the club going crazy you all call, night. You calling wifey as soon as that come on. Yo, you, yo, you could be with wifey. Y'all could have been fighting all night. My you niggas like her. My luck. niggas like her. Niggas said my niggas. Or you like, and y'all. Yo, y'all might have a baby that night. My son said, coming up, I thought Cupid was stupid. Who <laughs> <laughs> loves my family and music? Tell us how that came about. Like, tell us, uh, like, Chad, Chad West that. Basement, Chad West Basement. Shout out to Chad West. Chad was instrumental in me and Chris' uh, career. He did majority of Tough Love album. He came up with that Luther sam sample. It was out of here, man. It was just, we was just telling, um, like Chris started it off telling his 
situation with his uh baby mom, which was soon to be, you know, she was pregnant at the time. His girl was pregnant at the time, Kike. He mentioned her a few times. And um, he was telling his, so I just followed up and told him, told my like, my romance, where I was at with it, far as like, you know what I'm saying? My romance. <laughs> but we just followed up and was talking to the ladies. That's one thing about me and Chris, we was versatile. We'd be doing stuff like, uh, you know, tough love and BB gun and and and, and oh all. No, hold on, me for relax. Niggas yeah. don't know about BB guns, oh we'd be doing all these gangster records, and then we'd come back with something for the ladies. And when we did, when we did that, that's that just solidified us, man. Like, yeah, we hit, we we, we here, man. We 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 destined to be here. Tough love. I mean, uh, no better love was out of here, and I wrote the treatment for that video too. That's what's up. Did you did you know that was a banger when y'all was rating it? Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah, I knew it was it. I knew it was it. I that's one that I knew it was it. Like it was crazy. Like, like still to this day, word for word. You know what I'm saying? Word for word when we perform it, do shows that like, yeah, we gotta, we got, we got that's so timeless, much, bro. Yeah, that, that's that's yeah, that, 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 y'all, y'all could be twenty years removed. You and throw still, that on and still come to a and show. The intro though, I need intro ten bands. I need ten bands to perform this. They gonna give you that ten bands. Well, people don't understand oh. the consistency of bars, like the intro, mm -hmm. the way the way Chris came in. He said, you, he said, I was out on my grind. I used to open my bags when I was out <laughs> <having> on <laughs> my grind. <laughs> oh, he body that. Like yeah, the consistency that flowed through that song, uh -huh. man, it was a classic. Like it is yeah, a banger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's music right there, and that's that's where, where I kind of got the record company name from. Was like right. we don't want to make music forever. We want to make mu forever music, timeless music uh -huh. that's gonna last forever. That's gonna stick, and uh -huh. that's gonna um you know influence people and help people get through certain things. And music is so like powerful, man. It's one of the biggest genres ever. You feel what I'm saying? Like when we we uh like a lot of my music is emotional. So when you go to shows and you meet people out there torn and you know, like people like you help change people's lives, man. Like it, it means something to them. You mean something to them, you know what I'm saying? Like you 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 can get a bond with a person without even meeting them, you yeah. know what I'm saying? With, with your music, That's things cool. that they can relate to is it get deep. Right, 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 right. So, 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 fucking no better love drop, right? Pop, all my language. No better love drop. Your album go crazy. I know you got a crazy tour story or uh -huh. something for us. I know you got something for us. It's so no way. Right. It's no way you don't got nothing crazy for us. It's so many. Like it's, it's just all I can say is kind of like it's different having success when you're young. Then you having success when you older because you know you're a lot immature you feel what i'm saying and um we was we was doing a lot we we blessed them to make it through and still have good health i can tell you that much you feel what i'm saying like we was doing the most and um if you had instagram should have been broken already oh, yeah. man. It's different, man. We I'm talking about Will Chamberlain numbers. You hear me? <laughs> nah, but Neve, Neve, you from um Philly, man. Tough city, tough yeah. place, right? A lot mm -hmm. of and music. It's like it's legend for music. As for far sure. as um, as far as your your influences or your top, can we get a top five MCs from Philly from you? You know what I mean? Philly, um, 
Beanie Siegel, um, Black Thought, um, my partner, Young Chris. Uh oh. Um, I would say, I'm going to say, uh, Schooly D. Schooly oh. D is the original gangster rapper. I'm talking about before everything. He's from yeah. he's in my neighborhood. He's from 52nd and Parkside. Damn, so I, I know you. I grew up watching him too um, a lot. And he inspired me a lot to do the music. I heard a lot of talk about him. Yeah, I'm talking about those, those that's tuning in. I know y'all know King of New York, the movie. He did the whole soundtrack. Every song that's being played in King of New York movie is him rapping. That's crazy. That's that's nuts. oh shit. The movie King of New York. Schooly D. Yeah, Schooly D. He's the original gangster. I'm talking about before the West Coast did it. He's the original. Yeah, he's from Philly. He's yeah. good. Everybody throws Schooly D out there. I mean, a, a lot of people. Yeah, that's crazy. My first one, I said Black Thought, Beanie Siegel, Young Chris, Schooly D. Um, it's so many, it's so many that I'm gonna I'm a keep it in West Philly. I'm gonna get my old head cool C his props. Free cool C. I don't know if y'all know about cool C. Nah, 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 I don't know. Nah, know. We cool, cool C. Cool C. Cool C. That's the hardest bar you heard him say. No, he he had a he had a, a record. The whole the whole record is called Glamorous Life. Uh-huh. And like and like I I want I don't want to put this out there, but I don't cool C right now. He doing death. He on death row right now. Shit. He had a situation. Those who don't know him, look him up and do the research for on him. Free that man. Yeah, he was from he was from a hilltop, a part in um in West Philly. Him and um EST and uh these people EST, EST, the unusual fellow, the greatest man alive. I don't know if y'all hip to that or whatever. Like I said, you putting us on. Bro, like I'm real, like I was I came off the steps so early and I was seeing things and doing things. And um, but um cool C he got caught up in the situation and some stuff transpired, and he ended up getting getting on death row and he just left my uncle, my uncle Aaron Jones, those who don't know the legendary Aaron Jones or whatever. That that's who people was trying to get us to mimic when we did the movie State Property. His what they was doing in Philadelphia. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a real story. I mean, it got a real base to it. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I never knew that. That's crazy. Hold on, beloved. Drop a bomb on that hot seat, though. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's crazy. Crazy. Like, I can. So, your uncle was the one that Beans was playing. Yeah, and he was very upset about it. Oh, he was upset. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you that because it, it, the way the way it worked out, this is this is this is this is this is my uncle, right? But this is not my blood. But without 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 what I and what I mean by it is like my grandfather was a father figure to him. My grandmother was a father figure to him. He used to work in a store as a child in my my grandfather's uh, as y'all would call it, like a bodega or something like that, like corner store. Mm-hmm. So of course he had his own mother and father, but. But my grandma and my grandpa was instrumental in his life. And um, him and my dad grew up together. He watched over my dad. He looked out for my dad. When, when my dad got in trouble, that's who they called. And he took care. He made sure everything was cool. 
because my dad was in the streets, but my dad really had it. He was one of those child that had had a silver spoon, but he just wanted to go out with the wolves anyway. Yeah. And um, so Aaron just looked out for my pop. He didn't want my pop to indulge in nothing or whatever, because he had so much love for my grandparents. You know, he looked at them at, you know, as, as parents also, or whatever. And um very tight with my mom through my dad, and very tight with my aunts and uncles for my aunts and uncles being in the streets or whatever like that. So a lot transpired when he got locked up. And um he he didn't know for a long time that I was a part of state property. Uh, he don't listen to rap music. He don't listen to rap music to one day some years ago. And I never was the type that run around and just be like, yo, that's my uncle, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. Cause you know, it's just like, you know, you know what it is. It, like, this is this is this is my uncle before he became who he was. Like if yeah. I show y'all politics in it. Yeah, I show y'all some pictures like before, like him and my dad as kids, like you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, family members' house and stuff like that. And um, so I never like ran around and tried to get props off his name and stuff like that. But um, years ago, he told me how it happened. He said a young guy came to his cell and was telling him, like, yo, you know, um, you know, your peoples is 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 you know part of that group or whatever like that. And he was like, Nah, can't be this, that, and the third. So he reached out, reached out and just like we just became like super, 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 super tight. And um, we talk almost every day. And uh, they just moved him. He's in, he's in, um, they just moved him. He was all the way out green, out green at first, green PA. Shit, like nine hours. I used to ride out there and had to spend like, spend a night, like go see him and spend a night. But now he's in Phoenix. He's close. He's like an hour or uh, 45 minutes away from, um, from Philly now, but fast forward to saying like when he first got to talking to me about state property, and he was like, um, he 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 don't he don't he don't judge me or look at me anyway. He was like, man, enough. You was a kid, and you was just trying to feed you know feed your family. You don't know you ain't know the specifics of everything because I didn't at the time or whatever like that. Yeah. Um, and I don't think everybody else took it that serious, but he do hold a couple people accountable for it that was around when he was around when he was out and this guy named tron tron passed away tron wrote the first movie he wrote the first movie but what he did and i found out all this afterwards or whatever after i was grown and going to go see my uncle and sitting down with him and stuff like that everything came about so i knew tron though i knew tron he was a uh, real big guy or whatever pause um, I forget how he passed away, but uh, Tron was cool, but I didn't know the specifics of what he was doing and how he was going about doing things. So he brought he brung the script to like J&M and Beans and all them like saying, and they was looking for a way to break Beans for people to understand him because Beans came in, he came in different, man. I'm he talking about, like the nigga came in like, you know, unorthodox, you know what I'm saying? So they was trying to make, you know, moves for people to understand them and, you know, put him on a different platform and stuff like that to break because just how, like, um, what was the movie Jay and them had? Um, Streets is watching. Streets is watching. Yeah. He was starting to get into films or whatever like that. So I didn't know he, Tron was reaching out to my uncle and a couple other people 
that was my my uncle co-defenders and stuff like that asking them about was it would, would this be cool to do and getting their opinion on it and they were shutting it down they were shutting it down shutting it down shutting it down and all that because at the end of the day that wasn't that wasn't dumb or whatever a lot of you know like a lot of times these people get caught up and the people the people paint these pictures of them and they want them to look like evil people you yeah. know so they can get that conviction so a lot of things the the, the 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 media create and make you be this certain way. And um they did the movie and you see how they switched they switched the name like from uh ABM. Yeah. And my uncle and them is the JBM, the Junior Black Mafia. Oh that's little things up. They would switch little pieces up or whatever, but they had him like an American gangster. Yeah, they had him. They had beans like, and and you know, beans ain't really know nobody. He 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 under my uncle and them or whatever. But it's certain dudes that was like managing beans and all that. That was like around when they wasn't around around, but they know they know how to get in touch with my uncle. They they know what he stand for. They knew better basically. Yeah, yeah. that was from Philly. That was around us as we making all that. That knew better. Yeah. That knew he wouldn't, you know, like, because at the end of the day, you would want to have the person that you emulate and blessings at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. No matter who he is. No matter yeah. Who. So it, it, it blew my mind to find out that, like, he was off of that. He ain't, like, he ain't wasn't with that at all. It was like, at the end of the day, when I look back at it, see, a lot of people, fans, they just look at it like a movie. Right. But it's much deeper to him. <laughs> To him and people that know them, the, the right. people, because it's like, like you said, y'all don't, y'all, they all never heard of them. So y'all just looking at it as like a movie that's created. Yeah. This is somebody just created a script. But it's like my uncle conducted himself in a whole nother way. So they was trying to paint the narrative as like Beans is acting like him in a movie, running around saying, get down or lay down. Yeah. And, and oh, so your, uncle, your uncle came up with that slogan, yeah. get down or lay down. That's what they that's what they made of that's that's like um what can I say like like the um the that media was, came yeah. up with you know what I'm saying that was the whole you know what I'm saying because that that's that's how they was carrying it but they didn't come up with that title you feel what I'm saying it's like that's how it is like like my nicknames like Leaf Buck don't speak much but keep the heat tucked bleak gave me that name uh trash bag king my man ski wop gave me that name stuff transpiring your life and when you do a certain thing, it's people that's around that's gonna give you that. Like, oh yeah, that, they, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody really gives they self a nickname. They name right, right. And right. then if you give yourself a nickname, you gotta go back in the house. Bro. Yeah, like it's like you don't really give yourself a nickname. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe maybe rappers get self a name, but as far as that nickname and like something had to transcribe. Yeah, like that's that's why Bleak gave me that name. Neef Buck don't speak much, but keep the yeah, heat tough. Because when I was around and I was telling y'all how, how rough it was for me in the in the in the beginning trying to find my way. And um and he used to be like, Neef Buck don't speak much, but keep the heat tough. Cause I ain't really say much. I ain't really say much around certain dudes that I ain't know. And that I just was like, like, you know what I'm saying? My aura and my mentality at the time was different. You know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't I wasn't really thinking like business. You feel what I'm saying? As I get older, you know, I can go in any room and, and make my presence felt and and um and, and, and um, kind of like um, network and cross brands and you know, cross the T's and dot the I's. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm young. Y'all talking about being around some niggas. I'm 
I'm around them niggas home. It's really like, you know, yeah, like the stuff that we talking about. Yeah. I'm around these niggas every day. You feel what I'm saying? So I wasn't easy to impress at the time. So, so like you being around people like that was like rap, rap beef to you, like, man, I ain't worried about y'all. Niggas ain't dying. Like, was it like that? Or was it could you see you see some people that ain't, you know, that's not exposed to that, but they rap about it. They get into a rap beef and now it's like it's getting violent and stuff like that. It was it was it was really like that, right? It was really it was really like that because we didn't know what tip they was on and a lot was going in in Philly. I think we might have had the uh the murder it was we was the murder capital around that time. Cappy for a minute. So so we was carrying that same energy that we would if we would have beef in the Philly streets. So we was really like we weren't trying to go up there and find nobody. We was really like protecting ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got like gun cases and stuff like that running around. And um to Jay and them sit set me down or whatever, like, yo, this is this is not it. Like it's really like this is really music. Like people not trying to see each other or going running into each other and it's gonna be smoke like that, which it wasn't. But nowadays, man, it's different, man. People, people yeah. losing their lives. They put niggas on the cream. Niggas be like, yo, I just shot this nigga in his face. Yeah, it's totally Look different. At him. Look at totally him. Different. Nah, that shit is crazy, though, what you just said about your uncle. If you just checked your DM, I just sent you a picture of my pops and shit, like, Fucking uh, uh the uh what's the uh what's what's the Mecca Palace the Mecca Palace the uh Tellum Blanco and shit they be they be posting my pops and shit and I can't even get my pops to do an interview like yeah, you know, yeah. none of that he be like yo bro like listen we're yeah. not doing none of that like yeah that's the same thing exactly you know, like I'm I'm not trying to get nothing that I don't that I dodge like this the internet like say yeah. if I say how like exactly. say if I say hi to you this shit is on here forever. <laughs> So where's he from? My dad from Staten Island. You know he uh responsible for for, for Wu Tang, Force and D's, all that. Like my pops like the oh, real big, 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 big bro out here. You feel me? Yo, yo, yeah. um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna look into it, man. I'm gonna check it out. Um for your knee. Yeah. I don't want to be here because boy asks too many questions. <laughs> Why are you asking that? Yeah, but that's the same, that same how my uncle is. He never, he never, like, I'm talking about, and there's all types of people that. That shit is weird to him, though. He like, yo, bro, like, why you gotta, like, that I'm shit is like weird. All types of, Vin Rames then came to see him trying to do movies, all types of people. Them, yeah, that shit is weird to them niggas. Like, like he, you know, eventually, but at the end of the day, the key thing to him is getting home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he got he got life in the feds and life in uh the state. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So the, the thing is, the, the thing is they you know get first of all, he a big dog, he a very, very big dog in the state because the state don't have a lot of people like him. The feds right. do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they looking at the state looking at it like it's like a championship trophy. Right, right. The key, the key is the um get that situated and then move on to the feds and get that situated, inshallah. So you know, um, like you know, once they put them 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 titles on you and them images and, and stuff like that, it's hard, man. It's hard, but you know, he fighting, man. He fighting, man, and he's he's a strong dude, different. Intelligent, you feel what I'm saying? He ain't just the average Joe that was in the streets or whatever like that. The nigga went to Temple, 
was ready to go. He could have went to the league if it, if he st didn't start having kids and stuff like that. Very very smart. You feel what I'm saying? D1 cars all. He was a, he was a different type of different type of person still to this day. That's crazy. Uh, that's that's, that's crazy. Yeah yeah yeah. That's crazy. So 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 if your uncle need anything from our podcast, bro, because we picking up out here in New York. Like mm -hmm. if you need anything, send us somewhere. You had Mello on here recently. Nah, niggas about to have him. Okay, that's my guy. That's my yeah. guy. Uh, before, before, before he got um to the Blazers, we was hanging out in uh Pagola. That's my dog right there, Melo. You guy. know the homie trained him and shit. You know the homie trained him so. Okay. Yeah, yeah man, he's solid dude, man. Like, like, like I mess with a lot of ballers, man. But you know, Melo, one of the solid ones. Y'all need to get my man. Y'all need to get Stack Five on here, man. That's that's. Oh, yeah. yeah, plug nah, that. We, we, that. Need, we need Stack, man. We need yeah, the big man. Right there. That's my guy. I seen that. You know, he he. Uh, I forgot the the term you got. He converted. Yeah, he converted. Yeah, yeah. 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 I seen that on Instagram. You was there. You was there with him and all that. Yeah, yeah that's my that's my guy. We go back. Me, him, and Chris. We go back. We go back with Brian, Stack. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of dudes. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, it's a blessing, man. Like I said, to still be here in good health. We seen you and matter you know, fact, before before man before we even go on. My intentions was to shout out Black Rob, man. Yeah. That was yeah. my intentions when I first got on here, but so much stuff transpired. I was trying to figure this uh internet situation out man shout out to br man um my condolences to hit him and his family his family and his and his friends man you know may may Allah protect them and, and guide them right now and comfort them man it's, it's it's a sad situation like this world that we in today man that's why I just we just got to tighten up just the way we move just the way we move man and um you know it's short, man. You never know when God gonna call you back, man. So, 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 like, get on your job, man, and, and start moving correctly. You feel what I'm saying? Right. That's a fact. You never know who's gonna call you back, and we, you know, we all gonna be, we all gonna be questioned for mm -hmm. everything that we did out here, man. So, so, you know, I, that's that's what always had my balance. You know what I'm saying? My my, my religion. You feel mm -hmm. it keep me balanced. You feel what I'm saying? At the end of the day, nobody is perfect. You know what I'm saying? But you got to find that balance, man, because we just be moving reckless out here and with that mind state and this that attitude and, and believing everything the streets got to offer and the streets is the way and, and this is it at the end of the day. is no nowhere we go after this and we're going to be messed up forever, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit is what, a myth, man. What made you, what made you, what made you be like, yo, I got to get right. I got to live the right way. Just the growth. Just, just, I, um, been Muslim forever. My my whole mother's side is, is Muslim. Okay. Um, my name is Hanif Khalil Muhammad. I was born with that name. And um, of course, when I was young, I wasn't on it the way I, I, I'm on it now. And you know, as you grow older, you, you see things and it's just with the growth, man. You know what I'm saying? Like if we doing the same things, and some people are, if we doing the same things we was doing 10 years ago, man, what, what kind of results you think we're going to have, man? You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it got to be some growth, and and that's why we outgrow friends and different people that we come up with because some people be on the same type time that we was on 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, How yeah. We get anywhere with that? How are we gonna get anywhere with that mindset? They told me a long time ago if you want different results, you got to do different things. Yeah, that's a fact. So 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 I'm saying like I know you. I'm, I'm not saying you wasn't serious, but like what age and what 
And what time did you get serious? Like, all right, cool. I gotta really get serious with Allah. Like, I see this oh. shit. Like, I'm not. I'm not trying to get left. I, I, like, I need to. I need to relax right quick and get my spirit right. Like, I, don't, I don't. I don't know the exact uh year, a month, or nothing like that. But as I grew older, I just got more on it, more on it, and more on it. As as I as I grew older, but um, yeah, yeah. That's just how it was, man. I mean, Philly. I'm, I'm blessed to like. Be on it now because you you don't want to be a upon like nothing else, you know. When, when God call you back, if you are not doing good, if yeah. you if your heart not pure, if you're not doing good for your uh your kids or your mother and father, like like some people like, and I'm blessed to have certain relationships and be in a certain space because some people because 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 the devil be working, you know what I'm saying? Some people are like. Fighting demons every day, you know right. what I'm saying? Like when you see these people, like on like, like Instagram and certain stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like even with like, I got better with like showing my sins because that's a that's a deeper sin than just show just doing the sin, showing mm -hmm. publicly. Yeah, mm -hmm. you that's it. because at the end of the day, you promoting it exactly. And you know, people looking at us, they look up to us. Yeah, you know, they, you know, majority of the world are followers. Yeah, facts. But if they see you doing certain things, they're gonna follow it up. Or if they have the same beliefs I do, and they see me doing it, that might, you know, turn them or curve them to do something else. So, you know, that's how you gotta look at it, though, yeah. man. Like, we got like that. My bad, not to cut you off, but like y'all said, mm -hmm. beginning when y'all was giving me my roses and stuff like that, that's what it's about, man. You know what I'm saying because you never know when somebody's gonna be called back, man. And you want to, you know, give them that love. You know what I'm saying? Like we brother, we all brothers at the end of the day. We all brothers and, and sisters. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we all came from the same, you know, the same person. When it all took it down to it, if you have any beliefs at all, you know what I'm saying? So that's. You have a belief though. You heard? You can't be out here running around naked. Yeah. Like Philly's a big. Um, it's a big uh, Muslim city, right? I mean, like uh, that practice Islamic faith, right? Maybe Mecca. <laughs> Mecca, yeah. So, it, can you talk about that briefly, like coming up as far as Islam? Is your Islamic yeah, faith and everything? I, I um, I think a lot for, for my Muslim community because it's like I seen like one of my sisters, a sister of mine, a Muslim sister of mine, post up today like something about like it's so like she she moved to Atlanta. And she was like, the thing she missed about Philly is like during the month of Ramadan, because it shows like, um, like we, we just stick together. You feel what I'm saying? As much as possible. Like I say, ain't nobody perfect. You know what I'm saying? And people have their disagreements like anything else, like any other religion and stuff like that. But it's just that, um, that camaraderie, like we sticking together, we praying together, we eating together, we doing things. You know what I'm saying? It's like that tight, that bond, that knit. And um, she was just saying like it's different, you know what I'm saying? Like she felt by herself. Like she loved Atlanta. She moved there for a lot of certain reasons, yeah. uh, to 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 help herself and her, her family and the benefit of uh, like um, black owned businesses and stuff like that. But she was like, that's that's really what she missed about Philly. You know what I'm saying? Like even if I had cribs other places, like I have cribs other places, but I'm always have a spot in Philly or whatever like that. And mm -hmm. um. Because, like, at the end of the day, the reminder benefits the believer. And what I mean by that is, if you if I'm around somebody that's praying every day, I'm gonna feel crazy not to pray. 
Yeah, right, right, right. That's like you, uh, 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 you getting money. And, I mean, your, your, your man, your man ain't getting no money, but you is. You feel crazy not to put him like you. You look, yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? So the the reminder benefits the believer. So you try to be around people that's on what you want because it's gonna make everything easier. Yeah, nah, that, but that's with anything. That's yeah, you know, absolutely been like. You know, like I play professional basketball overseas, so it's like I try to put myself around everybody that's chasing that dream. If you're working out, if you're chasing the same dream, if you're doing it with the same intensity, we could rock out all day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you're not on we're that, not playing no 20. If we, yeah, we if you're not on that, we're not going to the park just to hoop. Like if you're not on that, I can't be around you like that. I'll see you when I see you. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Make you better. It ain't gonna make you better at the right, end. Right. That's what it's. That's what it's about, man. It's like. Being around people that has your best interest, that want to see you be successful and healthy, and have, just want to see you win at the end of the day, and that's gonna make you better. Whether whether it's your, uh, excuse me, companion or, or you know your wife, your, whoever it is, like if they ain't like on that type time, man, you know, love them from a distance. We got a curve. Yeah, that's a fact. So I I I I even see that with your religion, like even when like. Even when like people say negative stuff about you, Neef, I never hear you reply to them, bro. You like you never even reply to them. Yeah, because that's my beliefs. And somebody told me recently, one of my homies was telling me recently how like much I groom like that because I used to be a little hothead and like entertaining. You still reply to them, no, and, and then get it lit. But I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. No, I can't do that, man. At the end of the day, because it's certain people like. I'm who I am, and it's like it's certain people that that I they that that I look up to, and that 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 I honor their opinion, and OGs that watch me come up to like carry myself and conduct myself in a certain manner. They would be very disappointed at me entertaining certain stuff because I am who I am. Like it's like a person might like say something about just anything. Like I know who I am, and like far as like it's it's not it's not uh, it's not much that um the average joe on a computer tell me nothing about the streets or I've been through what I've been in in them streets or whatever like I'm I can't let I can't go back and forth with somebody that I don't know about things that transpired in the streets with me like you feel what I'm saying yeah. right 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 it's like it's like they would never understand it they never been in my shoes they you know what I'm saying like and still to this day, like, like, my name is good with who it need to be good with. You feel what I'm saying? Right, right. People right. that matter. People right. that matter. You feel what I'm saying? Like real, real type of people, serious men out here. You feel what I'm saying? So not but, but a person not social network figures, right? Yeah, yeah. That's been in your shoes or walked a similar path, know that isn't gonna necessarily call you out online about that or even bring it up. Like yeah. whatever's happened in your past, that it's happened with those people, and that's where it stays at. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's the conversation for you and those people exactly. that was involved in whatever situation you. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? They, different so time. I feel you. I definitely. It's, it's a different time, so it's like this internet give give a lot of people opinions that really wouldn't have one in the real world. Matter cloud right, is like right. crap. Yeah, so it's just like, and, and that's that's just people like. <clears throat> And because you got some people that send my position are in a better financial position or, or with a bigger um bigger audience that will entertain them. Yeah. yeah. But then but but it's like 
when you don't got an insecure bone in your body and you just know who you are and you know what you stand for, like it's like it's really hard to like you know what I'm saying? You can't really like rattle rattle me or, or whatever like that. When you just know who you are and just you just know what you stand on, it don't bother you nothing. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's a super fat. Yo, Neef, you really solid, bro. I really appreciate all this shit, bro. Oh man. So 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 I right, cool. You go in to the record label and you hear this shit breaking up. How you feel, bro? Like, God oh, damn, it cuz. It was different, man. I ain't, well, well, well. It, it was, no, it was, it wasn't really too different because remember we did another album with Jay by himself when he was the president of Def Jam. Yeah. They split ways. So it that, was, it was. fire too. You're talking about the Run DMC when y'all did the, uh. That shit was fighting. Yeah, the brothers from another album or whatever. And we just got caught up in a limbo on that. Like a lot that shit was after the breakup though, right? Yeah, it was like after the breakup. And we um we just got caught up with Jay transitioning and being the president of Def Jam, having a thousand, I mean, well, a literally like a hundred artists that he had to um deal with and he had to try to make everybody happy with making Def Jam happy and Rockefeller artists. From Rockefeller having a staff from the time they started to not having their own staff now, now you're relying on Def Jam for everything. Right. And um, I think we just got caught up in the lim limbo of the transition. You know what I'm saying, um, did y'all get to choose though? Like, I don't think that, I don't think that album was better than Tough Love, but it was a good album and it, and it could have nah, been. That album was still tough, bro. That shit was fire. Been more successful, but um. It wasn't a choose. Did you choose though? Like, yo, now I want to go with Dame. I want to go with Hove. Like, but it wasn't a choose situation because, like, like we all know, at that time and before, Dame was getting involved into movies and 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 clothing, and he was just doing so much liquor. He was all over the place, as far as his hustling or whatever. And um, Hove was more secure. And, and yeah, and and Jay was, you know, he had a new position. This is what he was doing. We was on um. I'm not sure. Matter of fact, we was. We was on Rock the Mic tour. And he brought uh, me, Chris, Bleak, Freeway. I'm not sure if Petey was there or not. Beans was uh Beans was locked up around that time. Yeah, nigga, yeah. Beans was locked. And he, and he pulled us back in, the, in, in his dressing room before we went out on stage. And he was like, yo, I'm about to make a move. I want y'all to be a part of my decision. And we already knew what that was or whatever. So it was like a no-brainer. Dane really wasn't on the music. When he uh excuse me, let me break my fast, y'all one second. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, you good, good. you good, beloved. This is crazy, huh? See though, we getting some real good stories, beloved. Right. right. Beloved. That's a fact. No, we really are. Give me the best questions right now. I gotta I gotta pray, y'all. So give me, give me, give me what you got. I gotta go in a second. I feel All you. Right. Now we feel you. Um yo. So, I got one question for you, and I'll be done with my questions. Um, if you had, if you had to tell your youngest self something that will probably, you know, probably help them in the future, what would you tell your younger self? Like, what would you have? What kind of type of conversation would you, would you have with them, with your younger self right now? I would tell my younger self to um um 
I would I would definitely tell them to get closer to your Lord now. Right. Definitely tell myself to get closer to your Lord now. And take advantage of every opportunity. Right. Take advantage of every opportunity. Don't leave like like basically like don't leave no energy, you know what I'm saying? Like, like no. give it all, man. Like, like put it all out there, man. Because you you years from now, you're gonna look back and say, I would have, I could have. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So just you know, get closer to your Lord, man. Take advantage of every opportunity and try to be consistent, you know what I'm saying, at what you want to do, and you know, just trust the process. No, that's fine, that's man. I, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got two more. Yo, so what was the energy like when Dipset came through? Y'all, uh, well, we were the y'all was like, yeah, nah, these niggas is bugging. <laughs> it was funny for some people, but me and Chris was cool. We was, we was, we was good with everybody. We, um, we had Cam and Jewels on our first album, so that that shows you that. Yeah, like, we we looked at it like they 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 they're part of the family. They got fans. And we need to uh, tap into they they crowd into their circle. So they on our album, Cam and Jewels or whatever. But it was rocky for some people. Some people ain't like the way they was moving or whatever. But we was we was getting what we was getting. We wasn't worried. We wasn't watching their pockets. We was getting what we was getting. So yeah. never like that. You know what I'm saying? We was worried, worried about our plate at the table. That's yeah. a super fact. So 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 if you uh, cause I know you say you got to do the fast. The, they overneath. I definitely. Appreciate this shit. I know we all appreciate this shit. We ain't gonna keep you long. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate y'all. Like I said, um, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and all that at Neef underscore Buck. We started up the record company Forever Music Records. Music. Y'all follow that on Instagram is Forever Forever Music Records underscore. The clothing line is um foreverdome.com. The Instagram is Forever Do Me Clothing. Um, my artist Kelso, fire. Got that record out right now called Trap Symphony. Make sure y'all go, go look that up. It's on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and all that. The video is out right now on YouTube. His name is Kelso. The record is called Trap Symphony. Uh, follow him on Instagram. Is Kelso Coolin. Um, his 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 YouTube is Kelso Forever. We got a new record we dropping sometime in uh like the twenty third of this month, like next week. It's called uh, Usual, so just be looking out, man. We just grinding, so make sure y'all follow us on, on all the platforms and be 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 looking out. And far as me, like still doing shows, still touring and whatever. And you never know when I'm gonna do another project. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just you need yeah. that. You need that new need. Yeah. You need one more. Go ahead. My bad. Uh, Game of Thrones. You got everybody yeah. on that. Everybody. Great. Hey, Bobby, you know, yeah, that's, that's how, a how, you bring, how you bring that together, man? That's a that's a that's a, a body. Well, I always been like who I've been, man. So like everybody got state property. We all brothers, but we all like sometimes freeway and beans might be closer than than, than me and beans one month, and sometimes. Me and Beans might be closer than Freeway and Chris. It's just like that with brothers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah real brother shit. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I always had a good, good rapport with my crew. I'm talking about this this after, of course, the beginning when it was Rocky, whatever. But I am who I am, and, and people know who I am or whatever. And um, far as, like, me just what I want for myself, I want for my brother. Just me just being a good, 
good dude, you know what I'm saying, with a pure heart, man, and just wanting to see everybody win and being there for, for each other, whatever like that. Yeah. So I had the um opportunity to get everybody on one record, which I don't even know if it is a state property record with everybody on it. I don't I don't know. I don't, I can't remember. I can't recall if it, I'm talking about one record. Yeah, that every, had everybody on it. Every yeah. single person on there. It, it always was something, either somebody locked up or somebody like it's never been like the whole record. So I just got everybody. I just got I like I had uh Sparks and PD at the same time in there. I took um I took uh I took Oskin on there by itself. It was me and me and him. I took pictures at each time. We I got any anybody to, to come do their verses too, but me, yeah, me beans and me beans and Chris was together in there, and um I got sparks to do like the, the hook and talking in between, you know, yeah. like that. Sparks sparks that shit. Yeah, that's a classic record right there. It's, it's yeah. like you know what I'm saying. I don't want to say it's gonna be the last one, but hopefully it's not the last one we all do together, but that's a that's a classic joint, man. And that's just like bars. It's just like our era, Game of Thrones. And I just I came up with the Game of Thrones because I'm a fan of Game of Thrones, the series. And it's like seven different kingdoms, and it was okay. seven of us. So it just all made sense. Oh, wow. I, ain't, I ain't even peeped that. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that's super. That's super. Yo, G, we hey, appreciate you, bro. Yeah, now hold up. Yeah, not so fast. I, I, I know y'all old from Philly. I don't know if y'all got a relationship, but I know that. That 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 news with Ab just dropped, man. I know. Like, yeah, man. See, that's why I'm saying. I love like, the Ab. You know, like that's crazy. Forty five. Like, it's like, like, you know, I never toot toot my own horn and stuff like that. I, I just am who I am, and people who know, they know, like, about like the music I make or what I be talking about. They know it's like solid. Like me and Ab done did things. You feel what I'm saying? So. Right. When I think about him and going through the stuff he's going through, it is is really like is 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 a, is a touchy situation, man. Because dude is a good dude, man. You feel what I'm saying? And um, I remember him telling me like this story. I remember I walked in like this bar, this neighborhood bar, because our neighborhoods are closer to each other, like real close or whatever. And um, man, him was alright, man. And um, people just never seen it like on Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah. But we. We used to, you know what I'm saying, dibble and dabble in these streets or whatever like that. And um, I remember one time I came in, in a club or whatever that's joined around my way. It's called Barcode now. It's a neighborhood bar, but it used to be called Rosé. And, and and he was in there and I was in there talking to him or whatever like that. And he was telling me how, because I know him for being a good dude. Of course, he not he not going to let nobody try to do nothing to him. But he never, he never was like running around. Like the picture that they painted of him, like... Just, just bully running around and doing stuff to people and like just, just all over the place. Just, you know, like, 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 you know, what they was promoting or whatever like that. And he was telling me how he was like, Neef, man. He like when I was just rapping, they wouldn't. I wasn't getting the attention. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't. I wasn't breaking through when I was just rapping. People just looking at me like another hot rapper from Philly. He said when I just start acting crazy and. I'm gonna do this and pulling out gun and there's all this crit like this like the 50 cent energy when he he was like the views went up he's like it's just like he's everything oh, crazy and like and that's that like that's the that's the gift and the curse of the internet in this world because it's like it it is sometimes it would trick people man you know what I'm saying like certain moves that you're doing it might not be cool. 
but that's what's getting you the attention. That's what's getting you the likes. That's what's getting you the money. So you be thinking that's the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's always not the right thing to, to do. And he also was telling me, he's like, man, I need somebody like you. He's like, I need somebody like you to come talk, talk for me that people, these labels can respect. He's like, they really, I'm getting all the views and the likes and everything like that and getting the attention. He said, but these labels are scared. These yeah. labels, they really scared of us. They don't really want to sign us because they think we're going to be like a bad investment. He was like, yo, I need somebody like you to come talk to these labels for me and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, blah, blah, blah. You know how to talk, man. And that always been a good dude, a good, like, good friend of mine, man. Whenever we crossed paths or whenever we seen each other, it was like all love, man. Like, and it's just a sad, man. You know, um, inshallah, he come up out of this situation. Inshallah, he get a pill. And um, you know, his family and his friends be all right, and they just keep fighting, man. Just never give up. And the time that we in, man, a lot of people is giving back time and a lot of people are getting free. So, you know, just just keep fighting, man, at the end of the day. But uh me and dude, man, yeah, me and dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like certain stuff, certain stuff, man, you know, just like you really be out here, man. Like it, it's different, you know, a whole different approach, man. Yeah, exactly. Free ab, free ab. Yo, it's one more thing. Before, this shit is one more thing before we get out of here. I like to say something, and then Zay gonna give you roses. How's gonna give you roses? Just something that we like to do. So, if this safe electricity shut off tomorrow, bro, and the laptop was gone, and this was your last interview, God forbid, Allah forbid, you feel me? Who would you tell people if somebody seen this interview? Who would people? Who would you want to know? Who would you want people to know who Neef is? Um, uh, I'm a, I'm a, um, Neef is a, a slave of a law first, you know what I'm saying? First and foremost. And then, and then, you know, I'm a, I'm a, 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 a black man that strives to provide for his family, man. And, uh, create opportunities for others and give back and have a pure heart and do righteous deeds so I can make it, you know, to paradise one day. I dig that. That's fine. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's solid. Yo, you know, we're going to wrap this up, Neef. We appreciate you, bro. You know, I appreciate your, your, your time, your transparency, your honesty, the way you walk, you know what I'm saying? The way you carry yourself. Cause you carry yourself as you know these youngins can look up to. Cause you know, like you like you said, you had some mistakes in your past, but you bounce back from it. It's not what you do; it's how you bounce back from things. You know what I'm saying? That's how you finish. Right, right. And you, you definitely, you know, just like I said, man, we appreciate you. Prayers, you know, and blessings to you. And we we gonna keep, you know, praying for you and hoping that you make it to wherever your goals are and whatever whatever you want in this life and in the next life you get. And that's what we're praying for you. Appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, Neef, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you coming through during your, uh, you know, Ramadan and giving us your time. Um, I, I think you one of the one of the most passionate members out of state property, man. As far as your bars, man. You know what I'm saying? And 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 just like you know when you said when you hear Young Christian, you don't hear Neef Buck, like shit like that. Like yeah, man. yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. there, man. Like, and we we we're real we're real fans. Like, you know what right. I mean? We ain't jacking no no nothing. But yeah. once again, beloved talk. I appreciate you, man, Neef. 
Beloved talk, man. Love and peace, man. Yo, give us a beloved right quick. Beloved. I'll ask you, brother. All right, big bro. All right, now. My God. That's what's up, though. We got another one, Hasito. How you feeling? Feeling good, beloved. That was a great one. He got he gave us some some a lot of good. Some real talk, you know, beloved talk. You know, he gave us some real beloved. Nah, he, gave, he gave us some gems, man. On Ramadan, I appreciate you know, but that I think that's that's kind of big. You know, he took he took it, he took time out of his not out of his faith, but he took time th during a real sacred time. He broke his fast during the joint. That's word, what word. So it's like it's one of those things where you know whoever's watching and us being the host, we gotta appreciate him. We that. gotta appreciate that because. Most people would have been like, nah, yo, see me after my fast, after I break my fast. Yeah, or, yeah, I can't do it. Oh, I can't do it. But he, and he even told us, like, yo, answer, give me your last questions. Yeah, because I'm about to go, yeah. That, that, that's real, you know, that was, that was. Yeah, that let's, was see, let's see, let's see some um people on the check-in, see what anybody on the check-in. Shout out to everybody on the check-in. A lot of people's on the check-in. We see y'all, man. Shout my new, new, shout new. out to new, the coach of Pivot. Coach yes, sir, Pivot. We gotta send Neef some of that CMOS, bro. Word, send him some of that CMOS. Get him a pack. We gotta get his um his information. Then Daryl asked, what is the biggest That's a great question? That was a great question. We could have definitely swung at it. We had more time. That was a great question. Yeah, but um, shout out to everybody on the check-in. Appreciate to everybody's participation. Like, comment, and subscribe for your chance to win a hundred dollars. We still running that. Um we've earned that and we got a dope guest for for y'all next week too man uh oh you gonna reveal it soon or you gonna just hold it out hold it out nah we're gonna tell them thursday you know <laughs> you know how we do you know the vibes i'm proud of all of us man we started this shit last month and look at us we got five top heavy hitters this is the fifth episode and we ended heavy yeah ended out, heavy. Yo, he says that every episode Yo, shout out to because we in the heavy. Too, That's because we in the heavy though. Shout out to Bigger than Basketball. Zay, you want to talk about that real quick? Ready had man, a, uh, yo, off Lake, uh, before we before we tap out, man. Shout out to Bigger than Basketball. Today they had a um an all-star game out in Clove Lakes Park in Staten Island. Red trip. Red trip, Daryl Grady. Um, it was a it was a beautiful event, man. You know, I, I went over there on behalf of Beloved Talk, on behalf, you know, of our sponsors as well. We dropped off some waters and some Gatorades. For the kids, you know, and for everybody that's playing, um, my man Jarecki, aka G Easy, got MVP plus an audience TV. I saw that. I saw the man, yeah, yeah, you know, they was out there hooping, and it's good to see kids still playing. Yeah, basketball. it's good to see they was outside playing. You know what I'm saying? Because and this summer, hopefully, when if things are safely done, we're able to go back outside and get back to the origin of New York City. Because what people don't, yo, what people don't understand about tourists that come to New York City, they look forward to summer basketball. Yeah, like they want to see that. Even people that don't watch basketball, they like. Yo, I, you, I said Rucker. He was like, oh, yeah. I want to go to, I want to go to Rucker. I want to go to Dyke. I want to go to Gersh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to do this. I want to do that. And now that Staten Island is coming up, we getting our own little buzz. You know what I'm saying? We had UTL a few years back. You know what I'm saying? We we trying to put together Zayday where we can have you know. We working on a couple of surprises, man. You got boy next to me. He be talking hot. Like we got to we bring the theatrics out. Yeah, we working on a couple of surprises, man. I'm just proud of us, man. We moving real good, man. It's the first month. Five episodes. First episode of Roy Reynolds. 
Second episode, Mac Wilds. Third episode, Hassan Johnson. Fourth episode, Shaheen. Fifth episode, Neef Buck. Oh, legendary state property, young guns. Legendary. Everybody I said was just legendary. We just he showed the chain, thing. though. He showed the chain. <laughs> he showed, he showed the chain. chain. Yo, this is yo, out of nowhere. I call Zay. I call Haas. Let's start a podcast. Yeah. It's like this organically. And we have five dope guests. And we have another legendary six guests that we're going to have this week. And I'm just proud of us, man. Let's just keep striving forward, bro. Like, Let's just keep it going, yeah, man. Let's Yo, just keep man, it going. Make sure, you know, yeah, you know, to our fans, thank you. You know, to everybody that taps in every week. We appreciate y'all. Just continue to tap in. Yeah, we got a great video. Shout out to every real, real talk word. Shout out to everybody that participates on our um social medias, yo. Y'all really showing love, yo. Real talk. We're gonna, we gonna continue to get better, man. We're gonna have some, you know, we working on getting some live shows. We yeah, when the live shows we're gonna pull up, yeah. Yeah, we're working on doing some things that we could really, you know, make y'all, you know, broaden this podcast to where it needs to be. And we're taking y'all with us. Man. Yeah, and 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 don't think everybody we got to get on here is famous and all that enough. We're going to get some local people. We're going to get anybody that has a story and some gems, you know? So yeah. we're not trying to act all Hollywood or nothing, but we just got some great stories and we got some great guests right now. So we're just doing that right now, but we're not going to leave anybody out just because y'all are local or nothing. Every Anybody that has a great story and some great gems, y'all definitely welcome on the show. But we're just getting these legends out the way and these and these great guests and these great stories out the way. And Yo, we appreciate you. Shout out, shout out Staten Island Smooth. Yo, let me tell you something about Staten Island Smooth real quick. Yeah, yeah. Smooth yeah. is yeah, one of the best home. DJs out. Yeah, He keeps the party rocking. That's a fact. Like that's like he's somebody I would definitely want like as my DJ anyway. Word. Like seriously, like he it's not just because he's from Staten Island. It's not because we went to high school together. Yes, he right. seriously has talent. Yes. What record? What record? What record you want to hear when it when you know what's your record? Well, your go to record that come on. Yo, I'm gonna tell you something. What what Smooth did? Yeah. We I had a baby shower. Smooth played the Trip Remix by Jacquees. Oh, yeah, the baby shower went crazy. <laughs> War, it was great. Yo, they didn't want him to leave. Shout out to DJ Smooth, man. He definitely got an episode coming soon. Hasito, log us out, man. Beloved, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be easy. Now he's on the drop. Beloved Talk Podcast is a podcast of personal development, financial literacy, and community action to do perspectives of today's premier athletes, musicians, and actors, and anybody that has enjoy it. Let me talk to you. Beloved Talk Podcast. Beloved. Boy, ain't got no rhythm. Let me talk to you. Yo, that was fire though. Yo, we out of here, man. Y'all be good, yo. Good, yes, sir. Wait a who's here? Peace out, y'all. Yes, sir. Beloved.